Hey guys, so we are back with part two of Sean's episode. This was really fun, as always, and I hope you enjoy it. Check it out. All right, we're back. <laughs> so we took a little break and we were having this conversation, kind of going back, dovetailing this conversation about how we treat our customers mm-hmm. and how particularly people of color mm-hmm. treat each other when it comes to this game. Mm-hmm. So the question was, um, damn, what was the question? I can't even remember. So you said what was the question? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right. So the the, the thing it, it, it's about um, having customers where who don't celebrate yeah. black service providers and 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 just be like, oh, this is a good thing. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah, he's a lot of money, but you know he's also a person of color and he's good at his job. Mm-hmm. So, and the question was, have I ever experienced that? Yeah. So I got this crazy ass story. Mm-hmm. So, this is, I, I hope this comes back to me, because I've been holding on this to it, too. <laughs> You're like, I'm letting everything out yeah, I'm today. Here. I got time today. I got time today. I had a customer come in my office, and she wanted a medical transport app. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. Remember, we don't do any outbound sales. So, people mm-hmm. have to know about me, ask about me, find me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's a blessing. Yeah, no, that is. That's huge. So, she comes in. Well, we have a conversation, and I say, so first of all, understanding, maybe you guys don't understand this, but Uber of Things apps is probably one of the number one type of apps that we get. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I can tell you like this, how much it's going to cost you with my eyes closed. So she wanted a uh, on-demand app for medical transport, and I told and it was going to be 65 k mm-hmm. right? Remember, I'm building you an Uber of something. Right. From scratch, yeah, that's a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar yeah. app. So I have no problem with the sixty five k. We make our, we make things very affordable. You give us a deposit, we'll take as many payments as it takes to get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, because I want people to have these things. So she's like, "Oh my god, can I can I bring my whole team down? Can I bring my team down tomorrow?" And sure enough, a bunch of black people in my office. I'm like. Hi, man. Ball game. We sit down, we start talking, and I, you yeah. know, I'm doing my thing I'm selling you know everybody's happy handshakes everything yeah send me over the contract and um I hate writing contracts <laughs> <laughs> like it just it's just it's the I love selling I hate writing contracts yeah gotta do the contract gotta though. do it yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the money, but I will I will I think I'll drag his feet <laughs> it should be keeping one hundred. I think it would drag his feet. There's yeah. always that one thing we don't like in our yeah. business. And I got I got R2. something for that. Hold on to that. Cause I got something for that. Okay. Because I recently made a change, and it's like, oh lord, thank lord. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, and and I had never done like a full on proposal before. So this is making it worse. Like I got mm-hmm. extra work to do. <laughs> so she sends me an email and goes, "Hey, I'm still looking forward to that proposal." So I, at that point. I get <laughs> I mean, I might not like writing content. I ain't going yeah. to get the money go out the yeah. door. So I get together, and I'm using this tool called Proposify. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just FYI, Proposify, you need proposals. Gotcha. Um, I, I get the contract. I, I get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I even sent it to my lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's right. Nigga got a lawyer. Yeah, you got to do <laughs> that. Nigga got yeah. a lawyer. Yes. Let me, let me say it one time slow. Nigga got a lawyer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you got it. People be acting like this ain't the real deal. Yeah. Like, I'm like, 
Bro. That's my, la- my lawyer's last name is Chapman. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that sounds Fig- official. Figure it out. That sounds official. Hey, so I send over the proposal, and I, get a, and I get a phone call. So first of all, if you're doing sales, no one wants to do cold handoffs. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is always a challenge. Or you send it over, and you never hear from them. You want right. to be like, hey, can we sit down and go over it? Blah, right, blah. exactly. So I send it over, and I'm hit up. Hey, can we sit down and go over it? Yeah. And she's like, um, yeah, well, well, there's a problem with it. I go, what's wrong? He goes, it says $65,000. I go, but I don't understand. What's the problem? She goes, I thought it was going to be $6,500. Whoa. I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, you said $6,500. I said, uh, no. I said 65. So, listen, I have never had this happen, but you know what? In, in the realm of things that can happen. Yeah. Okay. You know. Wow. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a zero. That's big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm like, well, of course this doesn't cost $6,500. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't have $65,000. I said, well, and again, now I'm selling. My mm-hmm. job is to close. If I right. can't hit the target that I pointed, is is to come out with a deal. Yeah. So I'm like, well, um, where are we? What, what can what can we do? And you know what she said to me? What? First of all, this person had said, "I'm so glad to have a black developer." Wow. So here yeah. we go. Here we go. Yeah. You know what she says? What she says? She says, for that amount of money, I would hire Uber to do it. Because she's ignorant. She doesn't know that Uber's app costs them like millions of dollars yeah. to build and maintain every year. Yeah. That's very condescending. She, <laughs> be careful what you ask for. Wow. So I've been holding this back. <laughs> <laughs> so guess what happened? What's that? She went offshore to some other like Indian and they char- probably charged about ten, ten fifteen thousand yeah. dollars 15000 yeah. And they built it. Mm-hmm. Guess what Uber did? What? added medical transports to their app. Wow. Be careful what you ask for. She was running, she was up and down Twitter talking about Uber stole her idea. Wow. But her last words to me was, I would get Uber to do it. Wow. I was, I didn't know, I was like, I can't, who do I tell this story to? <laughs> I just had to sit on it. Don't you, that, I hate when that happens. Like, you have the perfect story, and then you're, like, finding the perfect person to tell it to. Because, but yeah. you know, in this ecosystem, we can't be honest. When somebody yeah. does us wrong, or something doesn't work out, we can't be honest, because yeah. we always got a safe face. Like, yeah. yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. and, and and we could be we could be more real when we got a lawyer uh, yeah. behind <laughs> like a real lawyer. Last like, Chapman. <laughs> yeah, you know, like this ecosystem is all about the pretentiousness of of um, of um, your name, like your reputation, mm-hmm. like you like you never make mistakes. Like mm-hmm. oh no, we always do. Listen, we at Apple have made mistakes. Yeah. There are plenty of people. I tried to help. It went mm-hmm. left, and I wish we could do better. But when we were younger, we made mistakes. Yeah. Things changed. I'm always willing to have a conversation, you know, because I believe I'm not worried about my reputation. I'm worried about my book of work. At the end of the day, my book of work is the is what I gave to you. Right. We you sound tr- like a samurai. We've been through battles. We've been through battles. Like we've, I've, I've had clients we worked on, and things went south. Mm-hmm. And you know what we may tell you like this is business but see yeah. the difference is, is I also have 20 years experience in professional services I know that bigger customers 
the things go south. Like people be like, and when you're in a small business or you're like a minority business owner, mm-hmm. you think that losing a client is the worst. Oh, they're gonna talk about you. Yeah. As long as they talking about, as long as they say your name right. <laughs> but there's yeah. a difference between that and not moving with integrity. When mm-hmm. you out here doing fuck shit, that's mm-hmm. completely yeah. different. And, and news travels fast and make it. You know, when you yeah. out here doing fuck shit. And the thing is, people always wanting to tell you the story, but they won't tell you what they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's so true. Yeah, that is. That is so, so true. So without going, I mean, you don't have to go into details, but have you had to sue anybody? I've had, I've, <laughs> remember when I told you in the elevator? Today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm actually going to sue them, but... If I ever had to sue someone, today is the day. And, gotcha. that, and that's wow. why I was so, like, I'm just so happy to have this conversation and be in community with you on the podcast. I'm like, you know what? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> been, through, no, been there, done that. Wow. Nah, man, that's real. Because, I mean, like, the thing about it, like, one thing for us, we're, we're, like, first-generation entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. And so, well, legal. Not- well, I'm not. No, no, I'm saying like disclaimer. in the grand scheme. Disclaimer: Nothing we're saying here is about illegal activity. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Wait, I, know, right? I grew up with legal. Well, in Haiti, well, no, it's still valuable. I'm saying like where it's like a generational thing. Like it's not like it's not unique that it's happening. Not saying that we didn't have business owners in the past, but entrepreneurship business. is celebrated now. It's not like oh. I mean, my family, I grew up... Well, I'm sorry. Not everybody had that, the the privilege of that, seeing entrepreneurs, growing up with entrepreneurs and all this other stuff. So, yes, you can say that you're blessed, Christelle. Anyway. But no, no, no. I get what you're saying. Um, but, like, I didn't even business, get the question out. What you Wait, mean? I want to get out of this off my chest. Okay, all right. Like, but I get it. Because, like, moving here with my mom, like, that was a, tr- a transition where, like, where I grew up, like, all my mom's siblings were had their own businesses and here my mom had to like get a lower paying job to put food on the table mm-hmm. so i get that so yeah thank you for establishing yeah that. i just wanted to get that <laughs> off my chest but like like <laughs> it, it's like you know whereas other races it's passed down like entrepreneurship all this other stuff is passed down and so they already know like at age 20 Oh, if this happens and this happens, call the lawyer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like without question. Like or or a lot a lot of these things. Whereas for us, we're learning. Yep. We're learning. You know, and and just like the whole situation, like oh, you're only charging you know fifty dollars when you should be charging so much more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you learn it. And and amen. It is what it is. Like you know, it's 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 your own college, right? Yep. Like you're yeah. You're, you're learning I like these that you put that. It's your yeah. own college. And so, but it's like it, it's crazy because I'm sure. If it was another situation, somebody probably would have been like a long time ago. Oh yeah, call mm-hmm. the lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you you're learning these things now, yeah. and so I mean I had somebody yeah. try me once before. Really? But they, they didn't know where you were from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they did not. Because if they did, they would have tried me. <laughs> I you know I learned a lot of lessons about. So okay, I think let's like just kind of transition a little bit more into like how we do what we do, and, mm-hmm. and more importantly, why it's important. Mm-hmm. Some people like in the beginning when I first started doing this, like I said, I, I built apps and I built apps for a reason because I saw people struggling. But one of the things I guess I didn't anticipate is how would you go about it? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I 
I'm a developer. I'm not like a business owner who can't code. Like I, I build code. Mm-hmm. But what I noticed is there were people who couldn't get jobs. Yeah. Mm. So like one or two, two, maybe three of my students, I gave them their first job. Oh, wow. So not only did I teach them, I gave them their first job. Oh, that's job. awesome. Wow. Yeah. So there's a whole group of people who I gave them experience, I gave them work, and they transitioned that into now they work for Home Depot. Now they mm-hmm. work for Honeywell. Like mm-hmm. now they're out in the wild. Wow, wow. that's beautiful. And Honeywell, the accounting app? Uh, Honeywell, the, um, they build like interfaces, thermostats, thermostats yeah. aeronautics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was it. So a lot of people that actually, it's funny, I don't know why, but a lot of people that I either taught or employed or mentored work for Honeywell. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, like, it's more, more than a couple of like, uh, They need to who, meet who, you who over there. Your, who is your instructor? Oh, oh yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> it's funny because I'll go places, and there's not no ego involved. It's just like, I'll go places, and people mm-hmm. be like, sure. And like they happened to me last week, and like even students that weren't the greatest students, they mm-hmm. be like, "Yo, you really made an impact on me." Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, and like one dude was like, "Yo, I work for, um, I work for um, Monster or uh, Head or Job Job whatever whatever." And he's one like, of those jobs. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm a developer now." Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I would, and honestly, I was like, "Wow." You know, like catch That's me off guard. They catch me off guard all the time. Yeah. That's so cool. And people would be like, "Yeah, you know." You, what you did for me made a big difference. Wow. So what happened was that wasn't intentional. I just that's just a, that's culture, mm-hmm. right? That's culture. Yeah. And it took me a while. Like I would say like three years. Like we struggled, right, to get enough business to do this work. This work is hard. Customers yeah. can be difficult. There's a lot of different things you have to get right. Mm-hmm. And I think inherently we got we know how to treat customers, and inherently we know how to build community. Yeah. But it took me a while to really understand what it is I truly do. So, like, while it seems like we build apps, we really build people. Gotcha. And I'm, and I'm leaning into that. Gotcha. So what we're so which makes sense because you were like you give your customers books. I'm like what? Yeah. I ain't that's never powerful. heard nobody say anything <laughs> remotely like that. But anyway, go ahead. Wow, yeah. That's you know, amazing. So, Did, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, did you start? Your business in Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've had, I had a business when I moved to Atlanta. Actually, my, being an independent contractor allowed me to move to Atlanta. And there's a difference between being a contractor, you know, getting paid a certain amount of money mm-hmm. and having a business. Like, yeah. you know, like, I don't, people don't, like, I don't have to go to someone to give me a contract. I have to find, find and create customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a slight difference. So that is all new. Wow. Um, so in my, what happened was, um, I I worked for Microsoft. Like recently, I've mm-hmm. been you know just mm-hmm. skills have gotten me to the point where mm-hmm. I started teaching for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! That's and awesome. when I what was great about that is I went to Seattle, mm-hmm. and being away from the being away from the location, being away mm-hmm. from things gave me a different perspective. And what I, was the culture like? Working for Microsoft is funny because you expected to be on some real bullshit. Oh wow! But it wasn't. It was an amazing opportunity. I worked with some amazing people who were doing real diversity and inclusion work and really being purposeful about removing biases and getting people like, who look like us jobs at Microsoft. Really? Wow. It really made an impression on me. Like, I make impressions on other people. Like, yeah. it really made an impression on me wow. how important 
what I do and what we do as community yeah. for others is. Yeah. If if a company as big as Microsoft, like they spent about three million dollars in the 12, 12 to fourteen weeks that I was there on seventy three students from around the country. Wow. If they can do that, then why can't these fucking companies in this motherfucking building that we're in right now do their part? I'm a small, single founder doing my part. I look, I, I refuse to accept that other businesses can't reach into the community and do their part. That I just, I, I've seen too much. Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. That's for Home Depot. That, and I'm coming. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Not in a negative connotation, but I want to start having conversations yeah. with all these businesses. Yeah. And you say you're about DNI, prove it. Yeah. You know, and I'm and I want to be the one. Like, listen, I want to have. No one wants to be the first to be like, hey, let's have a conversation. We got all this talent in this community. You got talent in making. We got talent here. And the reason why I spend so much of my time with all the different heads of the ecosystem. Goody Nation, Technologies of Color, I'm friends with Joey, I work with Joey, I work for Joey, I work with Marcellus, like I give into this ecosystem because mm-hmm. I believe in the people in this ecosystem. Yeah. Wow. So when I got back from Seattle, mm-hmm. or even when I was there, I just stopped thinking that selling apps was the most important part of what I do. Mm. Wow. Like building strong developers and getting people who, who, who didn't have a job or didn't have an opportunity. First of all, this is going to be, this boot camp shit is broken. <laughs> Let me say that one more time, nice and slow. This boot camp shit is broken. I have taught hundreds of people to code, and what I've witnessed uh-huh. is that when it was all them, Mm-hmm. They went to the boot camp and got jobs. Now there's a lot of us. There's so many people who can't get jobs. And wow. there's all colors. Wow. This, these programs are full with unintentional educational biases. When I taught, I didn't even know what that meant. Mm. So now I'm aware of these things, and I'm willing to talk about it. Like, there's, t- there's a boot camp here, which I actually like. Mm-hmm. You know, they're okay. I won't say their name, but they're okay. But some of these other boot camps, you know, I worked at GA. I love GA, but they have an, an unintentional educational biases. They used to be really good at putting the education into the program. Mm-hmm. They were far better than everybody else. But things change. They're a business. When you talk to these people, the heads of these companies, or you talk to people who work for them, they will tell you that's not our job. Fixing the community is not our job. Wow. And I say, if fixing the community is not your job, get the fuck out of my community. Wow. So whose job is it? Exactly. Yeah. So now, that's what we're here to do. So yeah. Hero Academy is dead. Wow. I mean, Hero Academy is... Mo- Mobile Hero is changing to Hero Academy. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. I, I was like, wait, 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 wait. It just happened. It just happened. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said me, um... Um, I was mobile trying to be a, Hero uh, Academy is dead. Is that yeah, what you said? Yeah, I was trying to say Mobile Hero is dead, long live Hero Academy. I was trying to be on some, <laughs> on some real fancy words. Yeah, I hear but you. obviously, the words are not with me today. It's okay. No, no, the, no po- the words were with you today. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have so many challenges. You know, we need to raise up a new workforce. Mm-hmm. 
we need to empower our communities. Yes. And we have to do it with empathy. We have to do it with technical know-how. And we need to, we need dollars and we need people. We need yeah. soldiers for this battle. And we need people to really invest their time. And there's so many brothers like us who earn good money and they go home and they do whatever they do. And mm-hmm. I respect that. I used to be like that. Mm-hmm. But I can't go home at night and just do yeah. and just act like I don't know what I know. Yeah. That's and, yeah. And I, you know, every every mission challenge, I just call it my mission. My my friend who I used to work for at GA, he used to use, oh, that's your mission, that's your mission, that's your mission. And then one day I just stuck. I was like, I guess this is just my mission. Hey, the vision right. was clear. You know. Yeah. And as I started to get to this point, you know, it's just like, it, the boot camp situation is broken. And, and, and what the, the real ramification of that is, we are outwardly telling people of color to get into tech, but the way to get into tech is now officially broken. Wow. Traditional schools, who, they say the same thing. It's not their problem. And, and so I don't even remember the name of the for-profit company, but these niggas are getting around blast right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So Georgia Tech Boot Camp, Rutgers Boot Camp, all these schools, they all actually are not owned by the school. Georgia Tech's Tech Boot Camp is not owned by Georgia Tech. It's oh, owned wow. by a for-profit entity. Oh, wow. They interviewed me to teach for them like a, two months ago. Yeah. And when I asked them how many jobs do they actually create, they yeah. wouldn't give me any numbers. Oh, oh, wow. They got the wrong one. and and i and and you know what Mm. i get it i'm a business person you know sometimes you can't give out these numbers because the numbers get screwed or misconstrued so i asked him a different question um who do you work with to create jobs in the community we don't do that that was what the lady said we don't do that you work in Every major community where there's a major tech college, yeah. you don't create any relationships to guarantee kids' jobs. What she didn't know is that I have one of the Georgia Tech's, Georgia Tech's boot camp students mm-hmm. who just graduated. He's working in my office right now. He can't mm-hmm. get a job. He wow. can't get a job. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, we got some problems, bro. So, <clears throat> along those same lines, you say that the, the boot camps are broken. How is Hero Academy different? Wow. <laughs> the champ is here. That's a great the question. Champ. Wait, I feel like we should have started playing some Jay-Z <laughs> I'm really glad you asked that question. So, here's the problem, right? Hmm. One, you're overpopulating an a, a ecosystem with talent that doesn't have any experience mm-hmm. and when the the market ebbs and flows, yeah, you can't put someone who graduated a boot camp with from three months against somebody like me or someone yeah. with five years experience or yeah. ten years experience. Mm-hmm. When the market shrinks, there's less opportunity for people who have little to no experience. Right. That's the yeah. first. That is the core wow. of the problem. They don't have actual work experience. Okay. Right. So how are we different? One, Hero Academy runs like, it, you know, first of all, we're launching this. This is first, the, 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 either the end of this quarter or the first of the, the next quarter. Gotcha. We're launching okay. Hero Academy. How are we different? One, 12, eight to 12 weeks of code, four to six weeks of forward-facing client experience. Gotcha. Then if you do well, if you're at the top of your class and you do well in the program, you're automatically in an apprenticeship. 
Wow. The apprenticeship goes for another three months. You come out with almost six months of actual client experience. Wow. How do you do that? You go to the community. So first of all, one of the differences, we focus on technology that creates jobs. We don't just do what they are doing. Put Just creating more kind of okay web devs, full stack developers who have no experience, who don't, who, who are just looking for an opportunity, yeah. it's not going to fix this problem. Yeah. First of all, Salesforce is, we're, we're working, like, we're using Salesforce as a platform to get people like us jobs. First of all, in Atlanta, Salesforce Tower is now officially here, right? They have 3,000 jobs in this ecosystem. Wow. We don't talk about it because we don't know about it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Salesforce has a completely different structure when it comes to technology and how people get in. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I, I was a Salesforce person. Like, I was a Salesforce person, and, and, and I was certified, and I worked at Salesforce. Mm-hmm. There's tons of opportunity. Like, yeah. I, I can't even explain how fast they grow. I went to a thing at South by Southwest EDU. Cool. And they were there, and I overheard. I wrote it down. It's hard to put into context. Over the next like twenty years, they got three million jobs. Oh wow! wow. So yeah, we're gonna work with. We're gonna work on their platform. (laughs) Yeah. Google, AWS. We're gonna pick the platforms that actually have jobs, and we're gonna challenge those organizations to use the talent Mm. in the communities that they service. Yeah. Yeah. The difference is between us. We're gonna so Salesforce. As using Salesforce as an example. Mm How many nonprofits, small businesses can benefit from using Salesforce? Oh. How many of them even know about it? Yeah. Almost none of them. Guess what? When I'm not selling apps, you know what I'm doing? I'm going out to these customers. We'll give you Salesforce. We'll set it up. Because the most expensive part about Salesforce talent is the talent part. Mm-hmm. I'm creating developers and Salesforce resources. I'm creating Salesforce opportunities on this other side. Wow. And it's not an afterthought. It's this is my job. Yeah. If yeah. I'm if I'm shit at my job, we're gonna be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Yeah. But I can sell anything to anybody. Let's just get that shit straight. Oh wow. <laughs> it started yeah. from childhood. You learned the na- nature of the game. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're different. We're creating opportunities in a real in real time, in a real way, and we're not putting first of all, the money. Fifteen to sixteen thousand, up to twenty thousand dollars to be in a boot camp, to get come out and not have a job. First of all, let's just put this in context. People of color, you know how hard you have to, the path you have to walk to convince someone to give you the money or convince someone that this is the right thing. Yeah. Are you going to school? Are you going? How do you know you're going to get a job? Mm-hmm. You believe in yourself. We go through all this drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I say that being in a boot camp is not easy. It is hard. You are doing something you've never done yeah. every day for three months. Wow. You go through all this drama, and then you don't get a job? That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And they take your money? Oh, now every school, every school is like, don't pay us now. Pay us later. But what they don't tell you, they take something that costs $15,000, and now it costs $40,000. Again... The predatory practices. Of, so what happens is, the the boot camps need to be able to get students in the door. Yeah, yeah. totally. Right, and they partner with for-profit loan companies mm-hmm. that loan you the money based on the fact that you will be able to get a job. But they don't just take the money for the tuition. 
they t- or maybe they take the money in a little bit. Sometimes it's double. Sometimes it's triple. How the fuck is this not slavery? It is slavery. And you don't know it because you so, you just trying to get on. They done told you that coding is easy, which is a fucking mistake that we all make. Anything is easy when you're properly incentivized. It's not easy. Yeah. But it is doable. Yeah. I have seen people go through a course. I had a guy who's almost homeless. I had to give him shoes. He would walk mm-hmm. through his shoes. Yo, he is an executive for a major company and he owns a building. Wow. This is like a year ago. Two Whoa, years ago. Wow. wow, that's very recent. Wow. Yo, this technology transformation yeah. is serious. Yeah. I have seen people go from questionable to feeding their family. I have helped people to feed their family wow. with this technology platform. It's too important to continue the bullshit. Yeah, totally. Man, that's, that's, that's real. And you're working yeah. on you're working on both sides, and you're helping the small businesses that you know that don't know about all these technologies. Because I mean, you know, even even me, like you know, I look at software and I'm like, oh wow, this can help me. Then how much is it per month? Oh no, I can't do yeah. that right now. I'm, I'm gonna hold off on that. Because you know what I'm saying? Or a lot of times when you make that type of decision, it's because you don't understand the impact that it can actually have to your business. No, yeah, this is true, definitely. Yeah, because like Salesforce, that's like a couple hundred bucks a month. And then you got to pay someone thousands of dollars to work on stuff. But what if I tell you it can increase your sales by 50%? Yeah. It can increase your efficiency by 50%. Yeah, because the systems that you put in place and everything else. Yeah. yeah. It seems like Sean is the plug. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. got the answers for everything. Uh, well, I, you know what? The truth is I don't have the answers for everything. Okay, what is it? I just think that the people who lead this community, this ecosystem, where we're giving and not pulling, pushing and not pulling, we have to do something. It's not yeah. someone else's job. It's not the Arthur Blanks. It's not all these other foundations that come and give money and don't give people it's our job to demand that these people who write checks, they write us checks for pennies. They got us fighting over scraps. They wow. got us walking over each other yep. to for an opportunity that is imaginary. We have to generate opportunities. That's I used to, I, white guy, one of my close friends, mm-hmm. I used to tell you, we talked to, off, off air, we talked about my background. Mm-hmm. And I said that I really just want to, I, I used to have a $5 million life insurance policy. And I told him, he said, why do you have so much life insurance? He said, and I told him, I said, well, when I leave, I want a foundation to do this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. You know, he looked at me, he thought for a second, he was like, do it now. Mm. Do it now. If you want to make an impact, don't do it with your money. Do it with Mm. your actions. Oh, wow. That's deep. That's powerful. Changed my whole perspective on a lot of things. Wow, Sean. You know what's crazy is that Typically when I do this, uh, I, it's like I'm quiet, but I'm quiet for different reasons. Like, as you're talking, I'm unpacking, like, all these things. And it's also, um, inspiring me to do more with making black tech. And it, it's helping to reaffirm what we're doing in making with making black tech that it's 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 more than needed and even as you're talking it's like 
Because, like, even for us, if we don't have the knowledge and we just go out there and say, hey, um, you know, we're going to create this pipeline, but we're not setting them up for success. We're just like everybody else. Absolutely. Yes. And that's what's happening. Even with us being yes. black, we're Each, just like everybody and there's else. there's plenty of us and running around this ecosystem doing that. And you know what? I'm never one to knock someone for trying to make money. But you don't have to sell your people out to Ooh. make money. Ooh, that's powerful. Yeah. Do you think they know that they're selling their people no. out? Listen, these generational curses that we are carrying blind us to the things that we do sometimes. That's so Because even like when you just said, like, we're, we're, we're fighting for pennies. Like... I was just listening to, and and don't get me wrong, ten thousand dollars is a lot of money, regardless of what where where you at, socioeconomic status. But it's like we're willing to compromise on certain things. Our integrity. Yeah. Our ten thousand dollars. Purpose. That's so true. Sometimes for less. That's and, true. And, and, and this is a challenge. It's a challenge how people treat you, who can help you, because when you make those type of things. Then you're on a different like you're like you're on a different path. But you know what's funny though? Recently, I had a conversation. I want to sit with Dr. Howard. I can't remember. She's so let's take a so let's take a moment. She's so awesome. <laughs> She's so awesome. That's so funny. I, I don't even know how I got to be connected to her, but I remember following her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she would just go off on people. <laughs> I would be like scared that one day I was gonna do something to end up on the other end of it. But I have to be honest, she is so awesome. Like the things that she does for her own family, yeah. and even this is crazy. Is like I, I, I don't like I don't know her daughter personally, and like even though I know her and we talk sometimes, we it's like it's just still business level, mm-hmm. like. But like, she she's raising entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. She teaches her kids the right way. Like she's building like. She's building this thing. Like her daughter runs a, a t-shirt company yeah. and does all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. she's doing stuff that I'm trying to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. but you know, when I saw like, like sometimes it's so powerful, it's so impactful to see other people mm-hmm. doing it on that level, especially on her level. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I, it's always a pleasure to talk to her when, when I do get to speak to her, but like never forget. <laughs> she will blast that ass. <laughs> That's so funny. We need to make sure that you you know you send her a message. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think I finally I was like in the middle of the restaurant and I was like my the light bulb just went on in my head because we were talking I think we were talking about oppression and how sometimes I think it goes back to what you were just saying. Like the whole crab in a barrel mentality mm-hmm. is due to oppression. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it finally hit me. Because, you know, sometimes you're in a space and then I, I feel like I don't thrive in this space and I didn't realize why. And then I, be, I became very, like, depressed, sad, whatever. But sometimes when people don't know that there's a way out, they stay in that space. Yeah. They don't know better. You yeah. can't do better if you don't know better. Yeah. So, like, it, it's it's... You know, so I get I get the message behind the Hero Academy because we need that. You know, not many people like I've I've been surrounded by people that stayed in spaces that in jobs for like twenty, thirty, forty, fifty years, and it it was not it was to their detriment. You know, let's be real. To your point, I mean, listen. Even if I am successful in my mission and we 
transform and give people a way to get jobs. That's just the start. And this is something yeah. that I talk about because I've gotten paid jobs. I'm doing that now with mm-hmm. my arm, like one arm mm-hmm. on my back with a yeah. small amount of resources. Yeah. That, a lot of people come and go, well, you're already doing this. Yeah. Work, look, work with us. I'm happy to. As long as the mission is the same, yeah. you know, I, I'm happy to. But that's not the end of the mission. This job, this thing in tech can be so toxic. It is chewing our people up and spitting them out. It's can you explain that? Absolutely. So basically, you're taking Ray Ray, Keith, and you're saying, hey, be in tech. You give them tech skills, and then you put them at a company. That company has no DNI training. They don't know how to treat these people. They don't know how to treat these resources. They don't celebrate them. They don't invest in them. You asked me earlier about who helped me. Now, I did have people who helped me, but you know what I never had? What? A mentor. Wow. You know what I always do? What? Mentor. Wow. There's nothing more important than mentorship. That's so true. Like, I can tell you a whole crazy story. I'm not going to, but I can tell you a story. It's like why I'm not the head of something much bigger, like a much bigger company. Mentorship. Lack of mentorship. Right? And this is so important. It's not about just getting them a job. And this is, I, I didn't mention it, I don't know why I mentioned it, but like, uh, one other thing that makes us critically different mm-hmm. is we don't give you resources to chew up and spit out. We give you resources and then we give you a warranty for six months. We will work with those resources, we will work on the soft skills, because we didn't give them soft skills. That's important. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you give someone a job, you don't automatically give them all the skills that they need, and we're yeah. going to be there to support them. And this is the critical difference. Wow. This is the critical difference is supporting those people, not resources, but those people, so they can have success stories at the companies that they work at. That's powerful. So, what well, my thing is, right, because the, the scary part, and even this is something that we're going back and forth with, um, with making black tech, mm-hmm. it's like, Okay, the mission is great. The need is there. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna afford? Well, if I had to answer that, <laughs> <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? Like, I think what I'm learning. I'm not an expert at it, and in, in no way. I think that, and I, and please excuse my naivete or whatever. <laughs> naivete. But like, is that um, a word? It's yeah. like, anyway. no, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's it's one of the ones that sounds like a thing. <laughs> But, like irregardless. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, but I feel like, um, like we, I've always been a firm believer in, oh, well, not always. I've learned to become a firm believer in. You have everything you need to make things happen, you know. So like the fact that we've had people approach us, even if you know they say. Like, even if you didn't ask, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Even if you, you didn't ask, but they're like, oh, we can't help you, but you asked. But anyway, whatever. Um, there's still wow. ways. Really? There, there's still ways to go around that. And that's what I'm learning about the culture there. There are ways to go around yep. to get what you want. This, we talked a lot about products. Why oh, you keep staring at me like that? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, we talked about We products. talked about products and we talked about like how to like not to put the thing in front of the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The same mentality. Like if you if the mission is to get people work, yeah. there's plenty of things that come, oh well, you need to have money and you need to have this. And there's so many things I want to say, I'm gonna just summarize. In the beginning I used to hire people and I used to pay them with their work. I used to pay them ten, twenty dollars an hour, thirty dollars an hour. 
but these are untrained resources, unproven talent that people would just walk over and never give an opportunity. And it hurt my business because I was paying top dollar for this talent and I couldn't keep up because at the end of the day, I need apps to come in, get them done, pay pay the people Mm -hmm. and then make money. We do fixed fee bidding, right? What is that? Which means I give you a price today and that I mean that's the price. And in this business, that can be tricky, right? That's why sometimes we give a high price up front because at the end of the day, you'll never have to come back to me and go, well, oh, I'll never come to you and go, well, we need more money. So that means we can only make less money as time goes on. Yeah. So Did you have to mm, learn that, that the hurts. hard way? Yes. That hurts. This is the hard, this is all the hard way. I had people, I had, I had projects get canceled, I had resources go, you owe me money. I'm like, bro, that was a contract. I gave you a contract, you blew it. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, the thing, the thing that I learned, the one thing I will say is that nice can get you killed. Mm, I'm learning nice doesn't have a place in your business. I'm <gasps> a good person. Can you repeat that again? <laughs> nice doesn't have any place in your business. And we had that whole conversation about what nice is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, I'm going to say, I'm not going to put that in this conversation. <laughs> but what I learned, and I learned the hard way, is that you have to be firm and authoritative when it comes to your policies and your practices. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you can afford to be nice outside mm-hmm. um, you know yeah. talking about the challenges that we face so I had to change it you want to you know people come to me all the time off the street off Instagram off LinkedIn hey I heard you the, the person talked to about opportunity so I changed the business model I said come here for eight up to eight weeks I'm not going to pay you I may give you a martyr card I may you know depending on certain circumstances I, m- I might give you a, you know how many laptops I'm giving out I'm oh, giving wow. laptops, cell phones, you know, the lunches. <laughs> you, wow, know, I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, because it goes back to do what you can. I can't afford to pay people twenty, thirty thousand an hour yeah. to do something that I can't afford, that I can't build a customer for. Yeah. But I still create opportunities for people who want them. And I can prove to you that if you do this, this is the outcome. Wow. I don't even have to do it. Like, people in the ecosystem send me people. Oh, wow. Mm. One of the best people I have right now, I call him the train. Mm-hmm. His name is Jackson. He has a master's degree in computer science. Wow. And he couldn't get a job. Mm. That's crazy. Somebody from his church, a friend of mine, called mm-hmm. me up and said, hey, do something. And I've been training him and pouring into him. And Jackson, like, by the way, anyone needs a developer, someone who's with video game experience, wow. mobile experience, Hit me up. I always have resources. They are all qualified. I can vouch for them. And, you know. Wow. That's powerful. So so he's been working for me. And, you know, like, he can do anything. He's a beast. Wow. I call him the train because I point him in the direction and it gets done. Wow. That's that's great talent. You know? Yeah. And you know what? He works for me for free. Wow. He proved himself. Wow. And and now I'm like desperately trying to get him a job, get him yeah. more, but I'm gonna start to pay. I'm gonna have to start paying him myself because yeah, yeah, yeah. he proved himself. You know, wow. some people like I, I have a friend, <laughs> and she's on me. Well, you gotta pay these guys. <laughs> you gotta pay. You got because you know in our culture, like first of all, there's too many people taking advantage of people. Right, right. In these type of scenarios mm-hmm. where they don't pour into them, mm-hmm. and I'll be damned. Right, mm-hmm. like none of those, like none of these guys that I work with can't say that I'm not giving them something. Because mm-hmm. I also have people on the other side saying they should pay you. They come to you, you give them something, and then they get a job, and then mm-hmm. they leave you. Mm-hmm. And I go, that's the mission. Mm-hmm. 
they don't need to pay me. They need to do that. They, I call it graduation. Mm. When, the customer, when they come to me and they get a job, I call it graduation. We go out to lunch and we celebrate them and they go off on their mission. Wow. Because you know what? What? There's like 10 more people who need that opportunity. Yeah. I need them to get a job. I need them to move on so I can mm-hmm. help the next person. Wow, that's powerful. So, I mean, I guess it, that, so that makes sense why you're, you're switching. And yeah, because now, now changing the first part of that story will make that part much more easier. Mm, you know, yeah. then we'll train them differently and change the whole culture around mm-hmm. them. Then getting them work and how it all works will be much much different. That's powerful. That makes sense. Yeah. So let's talk about because we didn't touch on any tech, right? I mean, we're already on. We did. I mean, like deep. Okay. So, like for me, I'll be honest. So. Mm-hmm. When I first went to school, um, my initial degree was computer science. Okay. I did some Java programming. I was like, nah, this ain't me. This ain't you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I switched it over to network administration. Okay. Hence why I'm in IT. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, computer network administration, computer management, all this other good stuff. But anyway, so when, when building an app, like... Obviously, there's many different ways, and there's a lot of companies who put out products to where you don't necessarily know have to know how to code in order to build a basic app, right? In a sense, I know I'm talking to the guru. <laughs> <laughs> talking to the hero. But, like, I guess, explain to me what you offer people, what language, you know, sure. you, you use in that so, whole process. So, okay, and I'm glad you said it the way you said it, cause <laughs> People think that you can go on the web and build something together and it comes out an app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. And you can take your place amongst the billions of apps that no one ever sees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> no, Yo, for real. Like, there are people in this building that do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's not what we're <laughs> Yeah, we are in Atlanta Tech Village. <laughs> there are plenty of app companies. <laughs> in this- <laughs> wow. There are plenty of companies like, in this building. I'm ashamed today. <laughs> They're playing companies and building. You know why I know? Why? Because their customers come to me mm. after they screw up. Oh, wow. I have two customers that came from other customers in this building. Mm. They took their money. They mm. took their hope. Mm. And I had to restore it. And you ever deal with a customer that's been hurt? It's hard. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they don't trust That's anymore. trauma. Yeah, they don't. And honestly, the app development community, man, it's so easy to get played and oh, scammed. Absolutely. And absolutely. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. That's not the only industry, but I'm just saying, no, like, definitely, because you don't know enough to know the difference, the differences. Yeah, Someone that's tells you true. something, you just kind of pretty much have to believe them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's there is a good question. As a wait, customer, no, we're still on the table. I really want to know. Okay, I really want to know. Right. So, as a customer, what are signs to look out for? To know that you're not being. Do you mind if I answer that question right after? Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm gonna answer what to look out for. That's a great question. Um, What we do differently. We don't allow customers to tell us what they want. We sit together and they tell us what they're trying to achieve, Mm -hmm. and we decide together Mm -hmm. the best way to get there. We partner with our customers. Why do I give them books? Because they need education about what they want to do. Wow. Why do I send my customers off to Georgia Tech to learn? I remember I had a customer, I said, listen, you, if you want me to do this app, it's $20,000. Mm-hmm. But if you take this course, I'll do it for ten. 
Mm. Because I was hoping she would be smart and take my deal. Mm-hmm. And now she calls me up. I'm so excited about what I'm doing. Like, because I'm trying yeah. to build that. Any fool can write code. Mm-hmm. This ain't about writing code. This ain't about building apps. This is about building entrepreneurs who might build 10 apps, might build, might build two companies, three mm-hmm. companies. So the difference between us and how we do things, in a, and to be more technical, apps, this device we're talking into is the mm-hmm. most intimate device in the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing you pick up in the morning it's the last thing you put down. Mm-hmm. Every experience that comes off this device needs to be impactful. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that by throwing shit together on the web and calling it an app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Design. It actually hurts me because, you know, I, like I do, I do web design, right? And so I thought about, you know what? I'm going to just do some apps. Because, you know, you, mm-hmm. they allow mm-hmm. you to do, basically but, turn your website in, into an app. I was like, nah, I, ain't, I, ain't. I, I won't be doing my clients justice if I did that, so I didn't. But I your didn't. web skills, we, we build apps using JavaScript. Gotcha. We build apps using, I mean, primarily we use JavaScript. I mean, I can build an app in any platform, mm-hmm. but primarily we build them in JavaScript. So you do, those skills are, are useful in building an app. Gotcha. But you first thing you have to acknowledge that it's not about the code. The code is the smallest part of it. Design is paramount. Yeah. You know, you have apps on your phones that you don't even understand why you gravitate towards one or another because design speaks to your brain and you pick the one that fits that feeling. Mm -hmm. This feels good. And you don't Mm -hmm. even, like, most people don't know how to, like, kind of verbalize it. No, I like this app better. It's because it's well designed. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. that can't be coded. No, that's true. I've seen some apps and you're like, where, why is the button, what? I can't. Yep. Yep. You know. Yep. Yeah, they're more pain. They're painful. It's like I don't even want to use this. This is you're hurting me right now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know the thing about it is when it comes to this, right? There's a thing that I say. It's like every time you want a user to do something different, you're asking them to pay into an imaginary bank account, mm. and whether or not your service is strong enough decides whether or not they pay. So what you want to do is ask them to pay the least. Like you, they should be able to pick up the phone. Pick up your app and interact with it, just like any other app. It mm-hmm. should feel good. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of I hire a lot of designers, mm-hmm. like a lot of designers, mm-hmm. and a lot of designers think that oh, I'm a designer. My job is to be creative, so I'm just going to be creative for creative sakes. That's not what design is for. Functionality, usability, for people. We design things right. for people. Yeah. How many times you walk to a door and the the Holes on the wrong side, and you were pushing instead of pulling. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because that designer did not <laughs> think about a person. Wow. That reminds Indeed. me of the art center that we went to by the house, the Mercer Art Center. The meet. I don't want to say the name. You already did. That was. <laughs> that's a, oh my. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. But I I don't. But it, that was the. It's the building. It's not them. Yeah. So Just because you ran into the glass. Anyway, so I know you have to tell my business like that. Yeah, it, I thought the door was there, but the door was. Yeah, yeah. So, but wait. So okay. Um, so in your in your process, so you get with them, you walk them through. Do you like wireframe, like Absolutely. prototype everything? So, so, so we have three phases. Mm-hmm. Call it, first phase is called discovery, which is really an umbrella of a couple of different smaller phases. Mm-hmm. One, 
most of our customers are coming with concepts. So we don't just build what you say build. And this mm-hmm. is about the partnership, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to just do what you say do. We're going to discover together if that's even a thing. Mm-hmm. And this is to help you. I don't want to I don't want to build your app. You put your money, your heart on money and then mm-hmm. you get nothing in return. Yeah. Right? We do the research. That's what the books are for. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, so the books teach you how to break your business down. They teach you how to do your research. They teach they teach you about other people and your like how they did it. So then we do research. We do discovery. We do validation. We do we identify the customer. We build user personas. And then Oh wow. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. It's a science to it. And what guess what happens? When we do all those things, it starts informing design. Mm-hmm. Right, because like, you start understanding who your customer is. Once you know who your customer is, you know who, what brands they like. You know what kind of colors they like. Mm-hmm. You know what kind of things they respond to. Mm-hmm. If you're smart, you're going to take those things and and put it into your design, right? And then we do wireframing. Mm-hmm. Then we do a lo-fi. Then we do a high comp. And then once you have something that's clickable that you like, mm-hmm. you say, "I'm good. This is what I want to build." And then we take that and we build it. Cool. Dude, you, you you take them through business school. A lot of my people are like, why are you doing this show? Because, <laughs> you know, when you're at the top of the food chain, you work for these companies, it doesn't work that way. You just, mm-hmm. like, there's so many different groups, so many cross-purposes. Like, when I work for big companies, it's just, like, they pay you to do it. You just do your part, and you go home. But, again, going back to my point about educating your customer, creating, you know, you know, it's, a, it's another way that I'm able to be in community with people. Yeah. So, how is it different for like when like larger corporations approach you to build? It's not. It's not different, but I'm hesitant to work with large corporations who want to point at things and tell me what to do. That's just not what we do well. What we do well is the first version of an app, like the prototype. Well, don't get me wrong. We have built really big projects for mm-hmm. really big customers. You know, we from. Coca-Cola, Home Depot, mm-hmm. ISG, mm-hmm. either me personally or us collectively, mm-hmm. we've built apps and products for them. But I'm not proud of those. As, or I'm not as proud of those as I am for the, for the, for the woman who saved her singles yeah. to, you know, to bring, yeah. to bring her powerful. app, who then went on to build a business off of it. That's amazing. Can we answer my question now? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> So what should a, cons- a customer look out for when they're trying to find someone to build them an app? Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to go over a couple of things. So I have a talk. It's called 10 Things Before You Build. I oh, you do? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, and I give it quite regularly. I'm going to share it with you guys. Like a little, I'll break it out. Okay. Okay, number one, the, just, just to answer your question directly, like what should you look for in an app developer? Mm-hmm. Are they listening? Are they listening? Some people only listen to respond. I've been accused of that. <laughs> Are they actually... When, when I meet with a customer, I'm not going there to impress them with how much I know. I'm going there to shut the F up and listen. Mm-hmm. I, had a great, I had a great boss, and he, he made this... He gave me this story. He was like, how do you sell something? You know, I diddy bop there, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I got the skills. You you need this app, son. He was like, show me stuff. (laughs) (laughs) He told me the greatest trick when it comes to selling. All right. Okay, so, um, so he he told me the like the greatest sales technique ever, and it's so simple. 
you don't go into a customer's office and try to impress them with your technology or what you're trying to give them. You simply go into the office and ask them, how can I help you? Mm. And you sit back and you listen. And inevitably, they're going to say something that you can actually help them with. And they are so thankful that someone is offering, who can help them, mm -hmm. actually come and help them. I had a client I was trying to close. He's actually in this building. He wasn't in this building. He's my client. He was in this building now. I had a client, and I was trying to close this deal. I'm chasing this deal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just got to the point that I knew it wasn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then I started, I was, like, listening to him. And I was like, bro, can I help you with something? Like, I, all the stuff you're going through, is there something that I can do to help you? Mm -hmm. He was, he, he, it hit him so square in the face. He was like, yeah, come out of my office. And, I, and he, he paid me because I stopped, can I help you? Mm. So listening and, 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 and having that ear is important. Wow. Right? Non-technical people are trying to explain technical details to someone. Wow. Are they listening? That's true. That's the first thing. Right? Did they take good notes? Mm -hmm. did, they, did, did they give back what you gave to them? Mm -hmm. If not, that's a sign that's a problem. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. Do they have customers? A lot of people say, do you have apps in the app store? It's the... <laughs> I, I have, like when they come to approach yeah, you, they yeah, ask you, do you yeah, have apps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, and it's such a funny situation because, number one, we build apps for startups. They're not our products. Mm -hmm. We, In a lot of cases, they have NDAs. We can't even openly talk about them. Mm -hmm. What's even more funny is we build apps for other app companies in the ecosystem. Mm. So we've built a lot of products that a lot of people were saying that they built. Mm. <laughs> so That's the real tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what I would say is, let me talk to your customers. And, or let me see what, you do, what you've built. You know? mm -hmm. And it doesn't always have to be in the app store. Because it, it, for us, it's quite challenging. It was challenging when I worked for bigger companies because you think like you built something for AT&T. They're not going to just let you use their assets. And oh, no, of course they have, not. They have yet. very strict NDAs, so we can't even directly talk about what we do for them unless yeah. they give us permission. Gotcha. That makes sense. Wow. So just having a way to verify. Like, can I talk to any of your customers? You know, and, and I think that's really good. Like, talk to your customers, any other customers, you know. Gotcha. Also, check out Clutch. Clutch.io is a ranking system. Mm -hmm. Mm. You know, and yes, your people's on Clutch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, fell a couple, yeah. we fell a couple spots, but we had gotten to the top ten. Oh, oh wow. wow. We, we were in, last year, we were um, designated one of the best design shops in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was crazy because I was complimenting my boy who got, like, number one design shop. Mm -hmm. And he said, congratulations to you. I didn't have no idea what he was talking oh, about. Wow. <laughs> I looked, I looked at the thing again, and under his name, our name was there. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, That's was, exciting. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a plenty of places you can go to kind of get, like, an idea. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so, yeah, just do your homework on these people. Mm -hmm. Trust but verify. That's cool. Right? Also, I'm going to go into this other, like, kind of, I'll make it short, but number one, the start at the end. Mm, that's true. Right? I like that. Where is this going? Is this, are you building an app? Who is it for? How will they get it? Okay, so then that, that goes into a whole bunch of things. Oh, it needs to go in the app store. Do you have an app store account? Are you a business? Are you mm -hmm. registered? 
how are you going to get the business name on the app store? Yeah. Like the both app stores, there's a whole process, but start at the end. And work your way mm. to the beginning. Wow. That's powerful. Understand your customers. Yeah. You're building something for who? Not for you. Exactly. That's... <laughs> these you know, the problem is being a founder you have to be your own internal cheerleader you have to prop yourself up my, I call my ego Kanye Kanye Kanye, <laughs> Kanye has been with me when nobody believed mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. even this wow thing, that's mm-hmm. like the best ego to have you know Kanye <laughs> like, yeah except yeah. when you don't know when to put him down yeah wow that's a Kanye moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, so um, understanding who your audience is, understanding and believing in yourself, like you know, because our founders, we believe in ourselves because we have to. Mm-hmm. It's a part of our process. Mm-hmm. But don't, um, don't take that and treat it as data. Mm-hmm. Don't but trade your instincts for data. Yeah, your instincts will get you there. But data will show you how to thrive. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's. I'm like, sorry. I just gotta say. I just want you to know, you're helping me with my business. As I we're know. Talking, I'm Why like, I'm like, I'm going through I'll all these things. I was being very days. tactical about this. That's why I was like, yeah, let's keep recording. <laughs> you know this what? Is my, as my long as you guys come on, code, yeah. as long as you guys come on my podcast, we good. Uh, <laughs> when know? is your podcast, Josh? Oh, I guess we didn't even talk about it. No, no. We, didn't. So we, we, we got hero. We got hero talk. Wow. Oh, yeah, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, wow. so here we talk. You know, we we shot five episodes. We do video and then pull the audio from the video, do podcasts. Gotcha. So, yeah. Long where, hey, side yeah. two things. Where do can we listen to it? And you talked about, I wrote notes the first time we talked. You said about, um, you told me to watch something called Dan Coffee with Dan. Coffee with Dan. So, Dan... Uh, Dan's my boy. He actually, so I shot the first couple episodes with him, like kind of co-anchoring it mm-hmm. because I had never done it one of these before. Is that mm-hmm. on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay. I'll see your link. I'll see yes, my episode please. that you can follow through, and then um, and so basically the answer to when Hero Academy, we're actually editing the episodes now, okay. and it will be like I'll give you a shout when it's over. Yay! I want to listen. Yeah. I'm always up to listening. Yeah. I have to be honest. I think a lot of it's a lot of similarities to what we talked about today is in the first couple episodes. Oh actually. really? But what got interviewed. A lot of the people that I have helped, and, mm. and you know, and, it, and really, Hero Talk is just about everything that we talked about—just inspiring people mm-hmm. and and helping them tell their story. Yeah. And I also have a lot of empathy for you guys and doing this podcast. It's it's hard work, and it's like you know, I I learned a lot from you in the first couple of episodes. Oh, you gotta take breaks. You gotta have segments. You gotta mm-hmm. you know n- not ask leading questions like it's all yeah. these things. I was like, oh, I yeah. Know. We're definitely learning as we go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think also, like you talked about, um, the thing before the thing. Don't put the thing before the thing. Yeah, so like, I've been wanting to do a podcast, but that had so many things before the thing. Then one day I was like, oh my goodness, we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. I was just recording the intro like Aaron was like sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this, and then I was like, you know what? At the end of the day. Um, even if it c- turns out crazy, like, um, eventually I'll learn yep. how to get better. Because one of my favorite podcasts is You Had Me at Black. Mm-hmm. It's about storytelling from a black experience. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I remember the beginning, like, as they did more episodes, yeah, it, it gradually better. sounded better. So yeah. I was like, I think that's what anything, and I think again that message is what needs to get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your first website's gonna suck. Your first. Yeah. My, <laughs> I love this. I know it's not the best. I got this up a print. It's the best. You know. No, no, no. I like that. Yeah. 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 I just. I, I'm We're talking about your T-shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We're talking because people print. can't see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we need to. Yeah. Next, right. se- we did after we talked to you. We said next season we're gonna. Record. Yeah, next season we're doing video. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I, I have a clothing line called In the Service of the Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about um, empowering. Like, okay, what, what, what men aspire to? What do they wear? Like, you mm-hmm. know. The concept is you're you have a mother, you have a daughter, you have a sister, mm-hmm. and in that concept, you basically you're in service to a queen. What who else does that? Knights. Mm-hmm. So we're basically like modern day knights. Mm. Wow. So like it's so cool. You're like changing the game in the sense of, like you know how everybody's calling each other kings and queen, but like you taking a step further mm-hmm. to like ownership by saying night yeah. and then the night has a responsibility exactly because they already put these responsibilities on us and we just sometimes we we rebel against them because we because <laughs> they, they're forcing it on us yeah but this is more like an acknowledgement a celebration mm-hmm. of the things mm-hmm. that make us men yeah and what do you know I, i'm 46 years old i can't be walking around here with names all over scribbled all over my body even though i got these <laughs> words on my shirt right now <laughs> But they these, mean something. But yeah. these are words of affirmation. Yeah. Love, honor, yeah. nurture, lead. Yeah. Like things that we need to see. Yeah. yeah. That's so, powerful. Yeah, so, and, and, you know, and we've talked about all the stuff I'm doing and things like that. And this thing got a clothing line. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I thought about that. I'm like, wow, yeah, I ain't even, I forgot. But you know what's so yeah. crazy? Like, I don't know why I keep meeting people that have so many awesome projects in different streams of income. I feel like, because, you know, we, I grew up in a space where, like, they said you had to do one thing, and that's oh it. They, you know, if one more person tells me stay in my lane, I'm going to be slapped. I'm going to be outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many people be like, like, stay, stay in my lane. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's what I that's will Kanye say. That's Kanye coming out yeah. right now. <laughs> here's what I will say. This is a passion project. It's mm-hmm. different than what I do for the community. Mm-hmm. What I do for the community is important to me. Is it builds who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. But this also informs me on a different level. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm able to do both. Because I don't mind being up to 3 or 4 in the morning chasing my passions. Your dreams are meant to be chased until you are out of breath. Whoa. Yo, did you hear that? That's so, wow. I know I say that. I've literally said that all. The no, time. I'm saying like this whole time. I'm like I'm in school right now. I like this, this is, is this is this is this is good stuff. This is needed, yo. And I think that you've inspired me to like, cause like when I was doing jewelry. Well, when I did jewelry in South Florida, I did it for like it was on and going like for fashion shows, like for like people. And then stuff, when I moved to Macon, with all of the stuff that we've experienced, I had stopped, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when I did it as a hobby, like, I, I started my, I did my business thing, and then I, I told you earlier about being part of the Macon Exchange. And everyone's been asking me, so when are you going to do this? Because I found, I found it to be an outlet where um, I've always believed in. And whether you have like your job or whatever, there's oh you need an outlet of creativity, mm-hmm. you know. So like I used it as an outlet of creativity, but like oh man, I need to get back. 
I've, I feel like I've been schooled today so much. Now that we know better, we do better. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we can't. I, I have to be honest. I, I've done a podcast, and it, it this has been, like, I feel like I'm just talking to my friends. And, yeah. And just, like, I, being in the community. I really enjoy it. Which so podcast awesome. have you done? Um, Besides my own, I don't think I've done another one. What's the so you gonna give us the pl- like shout it shout out where the people can listen to you? So definitely, you? um, you can f- you you'll definitely see when the episodes are up. They'll yes. they'll probably be on the mobile app hero okay. Instagram page. They'll be on my Instagram page. Gotcha. And my Instagram page is digital sleep. I meant to ask you about that. <laughs> I love what telling does that story. mean? I love telling the story. Well, it's it's kind of standing for like um, ambient noise. So you ever see it's like an analog TV and you have mm-hmm. that, you know, that Oh, that yeah, smoke. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that, so, like, um, I looked at that and I was like, well, that's like, you know, you always see that dream sequence where you mm-hmm. see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But the true answer is, why did that even come to my head is I was at uh, E3 and there was this girl who had a, a show and I was just all about her. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> bruh. And she was like signing, like these little, they had like these little, uh, Lanyards and then mm-hmm. she was signing them, mm-hmm. and I wait online. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> if you guys don't know, uh, I'm, I'm a super geek. Like, I'm not a geek, I'm a super geek. Like, I, I, I fit all of the stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's all good. Yeah. So Geeking I, and ashamed. Yeah, yeah. So I get up to her, and she's like, What's your name? It's like Jay Z, what's your name? <laughs> and I just, out of my mouth, digital sleep. And that's for real. Yep. Oh wow. Yep. 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 I don't know what corner of my brain it was sitting in. It just <laughs> came out. So when you said that name, did she like it? She didn't even know that. She was just like, <laughs> 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 oh, okay. <laughs> and she wrote it, and and and, and what's crazy about yeah. it? She took a picture of me, mm-hmm. and just how technology has changed so much. That's the worst. But my boy took the worst picture ever. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be like a story, like. When did you fall in love with hip hop? We don't have that type of time. <laughs> That's wow. hilarious. Yeah, wait, who did I? Who did we interview? And we said, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, and then they didn't know that this was a line from Brown Sugar. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so you didn't finish. Where can people follow you? Oh, so definitely everything is digital sleep for me personally, and mm-hmm. you definitely you know all the channels can, can be found from there. But Mobile App Hero on Facebook, Mobile App Hero on um, Instagram, and Twitter, um, both. Um, you'll be able to find links to the podcast, links mm-hmm. to what we're doing. If you guys are underemployed, hit me up. I'll definitely do everything I can to get you guys in the pipeline Dope. and going. And definitely be on the lookout for Hero Academy. Yay. Dope. Thank you. What? Your final question? That was, I forgot. What would you, I think it was, what would you do? What would you ask you? Or That's like, so funny. We're trying to tell you the final <laughs> yeah, question. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm like, this is hilarious. You're right, guys. I'm just, I feel like so, like, yeah, it's, you don't yeah. understand, Sean. Like, this is important. Like, I feel like I've been challenged in so many great ways. I'm like, what else is there to learn? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What? 
Anyway, what's the question? Anyway, what would you tell your younger self? Is that uh, the one you... And I yeah. love this question. I use yeah. it in my podcast, too. What would I tell my younger self? Um, take your time, young man. I sacrificed so much to get here. Wow. And um, on that, in that sacrifice, I sacrificed a little bit of myself. Mm. What does that mean? You know, I gave up a lot to be to get into tech. You know, I relationships, situations, and yeah, it helped me a lot, but mm. it, it it aged me. Mm. You know, I gave up a lot of my youth to to be a professional. Wow. You know? mm-hmm. And I didn't do things that other people my age did. And so one of my exes called me Peter Pan because I'm like I'm forever like young and I play mm-hmm. video games. I refuse mm-hmm. to grow up. I feel like well I'm old because I sacrificed so much of my youth to get to oh, be somewhere. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's gotcha. a good lesson. I would to definitely probably do less of that. Wow, yeah. and that goes back to your IG video that. It's oh, not absolutely. gonna be the only one we're waiting yeah, for. Absolutely. One. So, you know, I think I, I don't know why I've been holding back, but also I, I'm so glad. Like, you know, after I made that video, I had a tr- like transformation personally. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Microsoft and I saw things, and mm-hmm. I was in Seattle. Wow. I did like now I have so many stories to kind of tell. So yeah, yeah absolutely. That's amazing. That is. Well, man, dude, we appreciate. Yes. All of this. I'm about to go wow. back and do a ton of homework. Um, and. It, it's real, so I, I thank you. Oh, listen, I, this, I, I needed this. I didn't realize I needed this. You, know, yeah. I was, you got a lot of stuff off your chest, right? <laughs> I need it. I've been holding this for a long time. I'm just going to drop it. That was funny. Yeah, no, I really appreciate this, and um, I can't wait to share it with my community. And, you know, and, and, you know, and, you know, the reason why we're here doing the podcast is I can't wait to for for Hero Academy working with you guys. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even Macon. think That's about, right. we didn't talk about Yeah, we didn't even I'm talk about that. Macon, so. Yes. So, so December seventh, yep. Saturday, we call it the MIG. Yes. Um Sean's gonna be at the MIG. Yes. Limited wow. seating. Limited seating. Yeah, for been, the best experience. For the best experience. Yeah. I'm just repeating what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> For the best experience. We're really excited. Um, um, it's been so funny, like, when people have heard, they're like, oh, my goodness, I need to make my way in there. Mm-hmm. So we're being intentional because we want to be able to target the people that we want to target mm-hmm. um, and create an experience that will be life-changing. And you know, it's the first of many, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We yeah. appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, and I'm definitely grateful. I, I'm looking, I'm like, I feel like as I get older... Um, like experiences are more valuable to me than physical things. So like, oh, anyway, I'm not going to start. That's a whole nother podcast. podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But thank you so much, Sean. You've taught us a whole lot and conversations like these are needed, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. especially like you said about the mentor, um, growing up, I didn't have a mentor. And I think that is so funny. I think what helped me, um, I, I, did, I claimed that people that I was listening to on podcasts were my mentor. <laughs> it was so funny. I listened to um, my league Teal a lot. She she created the Curl Box. She's okay. out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And and I heard her say, you know, you need to start ha- asking people for a coffee. Like, basically, everything she said in her podcast, I've done. Mm-hmm. That's how I've learned. So, like, I'd be like, great. Let me ask people. I'd ask people for a coffee. And that's when things would start happening. Yep. So, yeah. Um, thank you so much. This this is invaluable. Thank you.
Do you want to say anything? No, I'm good. Thank you. I got it. It's time to do homework. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say thank you. You guys, like I said, I was having a kind of a rough week, and this yeah. just feels wow. good. It's very, um, what's the word, um, therapeutic, yeah. you know, to just, yeah. you know, and just be, I can be my whole authentic self. Yeah. Yes. You know, no yeah. code switching. No, no code switching. Yeah. Yeah. We dropped the N-word a couple times. <laughs> no, we did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. yeah. We dropped the A, B, C, D, N. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is going to get uh, banned. <laughs> this is going to get banned in some country. That's so funny. <laughs> They'll be all right. Yeah, but thank you so much, Sean. Yeah. All awesome. right. You. Yeah.